All right, here we go. Welcome back to Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in uh, during quarantine. We hope uh, we hope you all have been uh, staying happy, staying healthy. Um, and we are back. We're back with uh, a lot of things to talk about, thankfully, which has been uh, not normally the case uh, over these uh, past few days and past few weeks in quarantine. The, uh, the sports world has been pretty dry. But thankfully, with the NFL draft, and the uh, Michael Jordan documentary that came out recently and is still in the process of coming out. We have plenty to talk about. So, Sam, before we get into that, uh, how you been? It was a great week for, of sports, dude. Great week. Uh, we got a good show for you guys today. Holy cow, we're spoiling you guys. I know, seriously. I wrote an outline and everything. I haven't written an outline I think in the 46 shows that we've done because we're unprofessional as shit. Um, but... Uh, you know it's all good. It's all good. We're ready. We're uh, we've got something that we've only done once on this show. We uh, we have two guests for you. We did it once a long time ago. Uh, we're really happy about uh, um, about who we've got today. Uh, two people who all of you should recognize: uh, Jay Rosano, who was on with us last week, did a phenomenal job. Um, we brought him back this week, and then uh, Jimmy Jaggers, who has should have been on the show a long time ago. We should have asked him a while ago. Um, but, uh, he's here now. So we got both of them, uh, Jay, Jimmy, uh, hope, I mean, glad you guys are here. Same. It's been a while. No, yeah. You guys are both here. You guys are both here. Jay, you good? Oh yeah. Yeah. There we go. I, I lost the connection or something. All for a right. Second. All right. Um, well, Jay was on last week, and he did, a really, he did a phenomenal job sort of previewing the draft with us. So we brought him back because we figured it'd be a good idea to have him uh, sort of look at the end of the draft as well, kind of a preview and kind of overview after. And then Jimmy because, well, Jimmy's just good at football. So um, <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> and we owed him one for, for what happened last time. We really, we really did owe him. The audio the first time he was on was not up to par. Um, That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know whose uh, who's end that was. We'll blame it on us. Uh, we'll say uh, it was our fault. But, uh, all right, everybody's here. So, um, before we get going, Jay, we talked to you last week, so we don't really want to talk to you. Jimmy. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Holy moly. Sorry. <laughs> um, Jimmy, how you been, dude? It's been a while. Yeah, that's it's been – man, when did we shoot the – record the first one? Oh, it was. I mean, it was at the beginning of the show, so it must have been probably. We started the show in July, so maybe August, September, somewhere Man, around that's, there. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, yeah. No, I've been been good. Going to school remotely nowadays, socially distancing myself, staying corona free. Yeah, how's that? Uh, how's that been? How's your uh, quarantine? Uh... I've, I've made about twenty trips up and down from Los Angeles to Roseville. Jeez, um, not really, but we, I mean, we, me and Aaron, my little sister who goes here, she had us go up on a Sunday and then on Tuesday morning, she woke up and was like, Hey, I want to move all my stuff out of my dorm. So then we <laughs> drove down here on Tuesday, back down and then back up again on Wednesday. And then oh, I nice. just came back down last, uh, last Sunday. I just got back into LA. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. How have, I mean, with everybody being in quarantine, I mean, I've make I've made that drive to LA. It's a, I mean, it takes longer than it should. Has it? I mean, it was it a pretty easy drive? Up yeah, down? it's actually crazy. It took, oh, I don't know the exact hours it took us, but I mean, 
even the grapevine, the 405 here has no traffic. I looked at it the other day. It was 3.30 to go to a place that was four miles. And I've looked at this place before <clears throat> to go there. At 3.30, it was going to take me about a half an hour to go four <laughs> miles. And like nowadays, it's only 10. Right. Like, oh man, LA, LA could be such a beautiful thing, you know? Absolutely. I was going to say, at that point, you might as well just join Jay's running challenge and just run it, you know? No, exactly. <laughs> or get a bike or something. Exactly. Which, Jay, by the way, since the last time we talked, how's that, how's that been going? How's that panned out? It is going good. We have had a couple people, a couple more people finish and get to the 100 miles. I think we have five days left. What day is it? The 26th? So, yeah, we got about five more days to uh get to that hundred piece i'm sitting at like 95 miles right now almost 96 so i'm debating on knocking it all out either tomorrow or splitting it up into two shorter runs and kind of going faster you know so yeah is it it correct to say that you started a competition and hosted a competition that you lost in uh well no because it's really um it's not tracking the time that you ran it against each other so right, it's like but some the miles. people are, well, yeah, it's the miles, but like so some people have this stallion over miles here, before you. This stallion over here hasn't walked a step though, and uh, I can't speak for everybody in this challenge. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every everyone's a winner in that challenge. Yeah, you know, th- th- this was just to uh, get people active, so it served its purpose. But I mean, but if you get to a hundred ne- first, I mean, then aren't you aren't you technically? I, I would have. <laughs> but are, are you going? Are we going by days or by time spent running? You know what I'm saying? Okay, I I've never seen a horse walk here. in a race. I'm just throwing that one out there. <laughs> you know what? I, I see him walk the winter circle when he finishes before the rest oh, of everyone. That's true. Yeah, but not during. <laughs> not true. on their way there. <laughs> you keep keep trying. Keep trying. <laughs> um, uh, well, I'm glad you guys are both doing well. We got to glad you guys are both here we're glad you're both here uh we got a ton of stuff to talk about uh and the uh the biggest thing and the really the biggest reason why we have both of you on is because the nfl draft um just happened as most of you or all of you who are tuning in uh probably know this was the first draft uh that was done i don't know what the appropriate word is remotely digitally um and i think for the most part and i'll give a short little my take on this i think it went pretty well i think it kind of went off without a hitch um, they they sort of I mean I really think they handled uh, all the transitions all the uh, all the prospects really well um, and it actually Sam gave me a number this morning how many uh, people tuned in to watch what was that number it's around like fifteen million fifteen million people tuned in it was the most watched NFL draft in history which I don't think is a huge surprise uh, based on everything that's been going on uh, and there was a nice. Uh, a nice thing for, for Raider fans as well uh, during they're going to do the um, which they butchered on the broadcast, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah. that's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, big time. Uh, the draft in uh, 2020 is now going to be um, in Las Vegas as well. Yeah. No. Sorry. 2022 there. I did it. Right? There you <laughs> go. Same thing. Now here's, here's, here's a, I know, I know it's a curse or maybe I did it intentionally. We'll say I did it intentionally. Oh, there you go. Uh, that, no, cut this part out. Yeah, yeah. So 2020. Uh, man, it's harder than it looks. No. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so 2022. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's going to be in Cleveland of all places next year. Oh, uh, is that where yeah. it is? It's Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Well, well, like, they're probably expecting like a top five pick. So, right. <laughs> 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 Happy for something, something every yeah. year. <laughs> um, 
So we'll uh, we'll sort of make our way around the table. We'll go um, Jimmy, Jay, Sam. Um, what was your Jimmy? So what were your uh, what were your thoughts um, about the draft? Just like a general overview of uh, of what you thought. Um, well, I mean, we all knew what was going to happen the first two picks, and for me, like like you said, I've played up here for you know now that it's been four years you start off as a freshman watching your seniors get drafted guys who you didn't really know and now you know we're we're right where my best friends are getting drafted and so that's pretty much what mattered to me throughout the draft was I wanted to see what who the rate what the Raiders did and then I wanted to see where Devin Darnay um Josh Kelly where they all ended up going and we got a few buddies too that are signing there undrafted free agent contracts and stuff like that. So to see Dev, to see the Patriots trade up to pick up Devin, Aussie Aussie was awesome. And to see that, you know, Darnay got picked up, I think earlier than he was projected. And then Josh Kelly's staying in Los Angeles. So, I mean, that's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you have that uh, really the three of us don't is being able to sort of, you know, once they get drafted, sort of, you know, shoot a text over to those guys and communicate yeah. with the people who, who are now in the league. And um, I mean, what's that, what was, what was that like? Cause that's obviously something that yeah. the three of us don't really get to experience. So with somebody getting drafted like that, well, I mean, what was, what were, what were the reactions from, from well, those guys? So Dev, Devin was the, one of the first ones I FaceTimed. Um, Cause I, I'm up here watching it with a couple of my buddies. And so we FaceTimed him and he's just telling us that it is the craziest, like, feeling because he's he's sitting there hanging out watching the draft hoping waiting and then he sees the pick is in for new england and he's like oh man and then he gets a vibration on his phone he looks down and it's a massachusetts area code (laughs) and he's like like this has to be me but at the same time like you know like you never actually believe it right because it's something you grew up as it's a dream it is an absolute dream it's not something that ever feels kind of real, I guess. And that's even how he described it at the end of the day. But he said, yeah, he walked up to the TV and he's like, no way, no way. He gets the call. He talks to the coach, you know, hey, Dev, like, we're going to take you. We're excited to get you out here, blah, blah. And then, you know, from there, you, I guess you kind of have to settle into the fact that you're a professional football player all of a sudden. Yeah. (laughs) What a weird, what a weird feeling. Like in, I know, I know Colton. Um, the next day, you know, mm-hmm. he, day two of the draft, everyone else is getting drafted, and he's already he was already in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, so, and I mean, that's. I mean, I think you put it. I think you put it really well right there. You just go from from being a college football player, and I guess, I mean, technically, I mean, if you don't have a job, you're technically unemployed. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden. <laughs> boom, professional football player in the span of like a second. Um, mm-hmm. And not only that, but you go from being, like I said, sort of unemployed to millionaire right there. Yeah. Pretty, um, much. pretty much right off the bat. Um, and yeah, that's, that's a feeling I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't imagine. Um, Jay, what'd you think of the draft? Um, I think the, uh, the front half of it went pretty, uh, scripted almost like all the, it kind of just followed the mock drafts for the first few. So there weren't too many surprises really, but, um, I don't know. I think I'm kind of 
sitting here like it's like a couple of days after Christmas now. Like <laughs> I've been kind of waiting for the draft for so long, and now that it's like over, I'm just like reviewing the draft and like looking at all the picks again, and like I don't really know what to do now, you know? Right. I was actually kind of bummed that none of the uh, crazy scenarios that we outlined the week before happened. <laughs> I know nothing, nothing like nothing crazy happened. And I was like, ah, all right. No, and that was one of the things too. Was I don't know what the stat was, but there it was like the first time in in draft history that there wasn't a trade within the first like ten picks. I think maybe something like that. Um, there, they're just. I mean, like you said, it was it was pretty scripted um, for the most part. I feel yeah, like I feel like that probably had to do like one and one. Yeah, like the trades that. weren't even crazy. The the teams oh, yeah, that were trading yeah. up, they're, like they're and even up. yeah, they're and even just hopping up one spot just to you know get the guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. Uh, I mean, for and I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing either. It just certainly played for a less. Uh, it wasn't a very dramatized um, NFL draft by any means. It wasn't like a couple of years ago when the Chiefs flew up out of nowhere to get Mahomes. Everybody kind of mm-hmm. lost their mind. and um, yeah. So, all right, Sam, what about you? Um, I, th- I thought it was actually uh, pretty entertaining how fast-paced the draft was. I-, I didn't remember it being that fast. Like, picks were going or flying during that day. It was like they, they uh, were trying to slow it down. Um, I know I won't ask Roger, D- Roger Goodell to host – any uh, inspirational speeches or anything? <laughs> the man was a robot, and I don't expect oh, yeah. anything. Oh, he's the worst. Yeah, I mean, I feel t- he I had feel to have been drunk at the end of night one. <laughs> <laughs> well, like there was there was a point where he was like just sitting on his chair, kind of like kicking back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dev's pick, I think, was the first one that he sat down and he just looked tired. <laughs> I mean, you can see him reading the script the whole entire time. It's, yeah. Also, I thought some of the stuff, like, I, I get they want to incorporate the fans and all that. But, I mean, when he turns around, he's like, yeah. come on, give me your booze. Uh, <laughs> okay, God. Like, that just makes me uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> kind of getting off to the booze, huh? Uh, I feel like he did pretty well, though. Like, yeah, I don't most of the time, he'd probably job. be getting roasted for something, like, if there was an actual draft. But, oh, like, the fact that it was virtual, like, he handled it pretty well. His man cave was pretty sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, with all yeah, that money. Yeah, that was, that was great, was seeing all everyone's at-home war rooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Like, did you see Bill O'Brien was pissed off that they showed him when a trade fell through? Oh, really? Yeah, he they caught his reaction of him, like, looking at the computer, throwing his hands up. You know, basically, you can see what he's mouthing, and he's Bill O'Brien, so he's got a pretty <laughs> yeah. colorful vocabulary. But he's, you know, I mean, because, again, even – even if the trade or if the fact that the trade didn't go through is obvious. The fact that he's going to be upset about it is obvious, but I mean, you don't want, you know, the outside world knowing that one, you were trying to trade up for a different guy and then you don't want the guy knowing that and all that stuff. So it was just kind of a, you know, a, basically a disrespect of his privacy. We'll just add that to the list of bad Bill O'Brien things, which <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> put that on top of the trade that happened a little while back. So, um, That's true. so we talked about this being kind of a, a pretty drama free on both ends on the, um, the NFL side, just in the sense of 
there wasn't a lot of trades, but also with the broadcast because it pretty much seemed to go off without a hitch um, for the most part, uh, which I think is um, kind of surprising um, and also not at the same time surprising in the sense that um, it was – I mean, it was the first time the draft had been done like this, so I think it was fair to expect a couple hiccups. But, uh, I mean, it also, at the same time, um, maybe isn't as big of a surprise uh, because, you know, these, uh, these are professionals who are running this draft. Um, I thought, uh, honestly, just a little side note, I thought uh, Trey Wingo, who was sitting uh, at the ESPN quarters completely by himself doing the draft, I thought was – I couldn't imagine, like, a more pressure-filled job. Yeah, that would be <laughs> – it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, then running the the entire draft uh, by himself. And did you guys catch um, the part on the broadcast where he asked all the analysts a question and nobody heard him? Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, see that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was. He he asked him. I don't remember what they asked him, but he's staring at the camera for about ten seconds, and all the analysts are just kind of nodding their head, kind of looking down yeah, at paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then like he, there were a couple times right where you had. But like you said, I mean, for everyone is scared shitless of, of technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. And for to have a few analysts talk over each other or not hear each other a couple times, like that is not that, – that went pretty well, I guess. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, so with this, like I said, being sort of a draft that wasn't filled with uh, a ton of surprises, I kind of went down and I tried to see if I could find a few surprises. Um, and, Jay, I'll start this with you was um and so we'll start with the sort of the su- surprise segment and then we'll kind of go down to maybe disappointments for certain teams was Isaiah Simmons falling to 8 a surprise to you um i don't think it was really a surprise because the way the draft was going i thought he could slip to like 13 after he didn't get taken at like 4 or something like it was going on the mock drafts and the way the team started to line up um they just didn't really have, like, the need for him. So after he slipped past four, I thought he wasn't going to get taken until, like, 15. And I was like, oh, wow, like, that could be a steal right there. Mm-hmm. So then the Cardinals taking him at eight kind of surprised me because there was uh, a lot of people had them saying they could maybe get, like, C.D. Lamb or try to get another weapon for their offense. And then so for them to just flip script and uh, take, like, a defensive, like, not not even, like, to where he has a – a position where he's going to be like the centerpiece in the middle as a middle linebacker, but he's more of like a rover. So for them to kind of just flip the script and go that for the defense way, I was like, Oh, I was kind of surprised by that. Um, what was, so minus the uh, Isaiah Simmons one for you, what was your personal biggest surprise of the draft? Um, my biggest surprise uh, probably biggest surprise and also disappointment, honestly, was uh, Jake Fromm not getting drafted until the end of the fifth round. Mm. That was like a slap in the face That's to me. That's a good, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, because Fromm was um, – he graduated high school the same class as we all did. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of been following him since high school, and he had a killer year his freshman year at, at Georgia. I think he might have taken him to uh, the college football playoff or something as a true freshman. And so I just kind of followed him through the Elite 11 and all that. And so I was I was really rooting for him. And then for him to just get, well, passed and passed and passed, I was like, damn, someone's passed – or everyone's passing up on uh, my guy right here. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the thing, too, is I, I didn't – I knew he was in the draft, but I didn't realize he was as graded as low as he was. 
um, because at least for a couple of years, I thought Jake Fromm was like the only guy that was being mentioned for a while. Um, so I, I agree with you in that sense. It was it, did you, were you surprised? I mean, obviously he fell that far, but were you surprised that Buffalo was eventually the one to pick him up? Oh, I mean, cause yeah, they're, they're full on in on Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, he has a cannon. He did really well for him last year. So, I mean, they're, he's definitely just – he's going to be a great backup for them to have. He's a really smart player. Like, he's he's going to learn the offense. He's competitive, loves football. And so, he's he's going to be a great backup. So, if anything ever happens to Allen, the Bills should be uh, – shouldn't really trip too hard or anything. Or, I mean, in the future, he could just be good trade bait, honestly. That's why I was saying other teams could maybe just get him if their quarterback isn't the most secure or just like – he could be a future second round pick to trade for, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally get that. And speaking of backup quarterbacks, there was uh, some sort of breaking news that broke about four hours ago. We don't have to spend a ton of time on it. Uh, but Jameis Winston officially signed with the Saints. Um, so, really? yeah, so he is, na- really? he is now a backup uh, in New Orleans for Drew Brees. Where's Drew Brees at in his contract now? I think he has. A- he just signed like two years, yeah. I think, didn't he? Three okay. years, maybe? Yeah. Like two more. And I think it makes sense for them to go get him because of the loss of Bridgewater. They need a backup, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam, what about you? What was your biggest surprise? Um, I think the fact that uh, Judy and Lamb fell so far was pretty mm-hmm. surprising. I mean, Judy was projected to be a top 10 pick, and he ends up at 15. Um, uh, the fact that Henry Ruggs went first was pretty surprising. Hmm. Um, let's see here. I think it's just interesting when you look at the devaluation of the running back now. I don't know if it's just this class, but it's crazy that the running back position is just so undervalued right now. Yeah. Well, like, were there any? Um, and I mean, DeAndre Swift was the f- he was the first one to go, right? No. Edwards. Uh, yeah, Edwards to Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, to Kansas City. Um, but this wasn't necessarily a draft class that was filled with a, a lot of, like, stud and star running backs. Like, Is that fair to say, do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, well, I feel, yeah, I feel like Jonathan Taylor's probably the only true, like, yep. uh, whole-rounded stud out of that running back class. And he ends up in a pretty good place in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a really good spot for him. I think it'll help. Uh, it'll help Rivers kind of keep the offense balanced. You know, someone to Mike rely Pittman on. Mike over there now too. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, what was your biggest surprise? You know, I think I don't think necessarily talent wise that it was surprising to me that Jordan Love Packers traded up for him to draft him, but I just think I just. I didn't expect the Packers to take a quarterback in the first round. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of a surprise to me. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, like we've said, though, it wasn't a drama-packed um, draft. And so the surprises, I guess, were kind of limited. But I think that, like I said, Jordan Love going up there, um, not because of his talent or anything, but specific, specifically because he's they're expecting him to essentially – take um what's his name's job Rogers, yeah 
Roger Aaron Rodgers' job or, you know, just be a backup. So why are you going to trade up to get a first-round pick who you expect to be a backup, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought that T. Higgins was a great pickup for the Bengals. Yeah, for um, sure. And then, of course, you've got, you've got Bill Belichick who steps in and drafts Kyle Duggar from Lenoir Ryan. I mean – Oh, he's a specimen. Oh, freak, dude. A freak. <laughs> Belichick I mean, loves that. I mean, just like all he saw – all he sees is ball. Yeah, if you're not Julian Edelman, then you got to be a specimen for Bill Belichick. I, I like the Jalen Hurts. I like the Jalen Hurts picked up by the Eagles. Yeah, that, I, that'll I, be interesting. Again, surprised. Again, surprised. Not because of talents or anything. I actually thought that Jalen Hurts could have been drafted higher than that. Mm-hmm. And I understand why he wasn't. But I, I am interested, yeah, to see how they use him. I think that he's going to be a really good backup for Carson Wentz. And I don't think Carson Wentz is very consistent. So I think that they'll work him into the offense while Carson is the starter. And then, you know, he'll be ready to go whenever they need him. I read something earlier uh, today that was saying that the Eagles right now, their plan is to kind of do the two QB system that Saint, yeah. that the saints run with Taysom Hill, but kind of like on steroids. Oh, um, yeah. With who, who did it in, in the uh, college this past season? Um, but you guys, would oh, know, you man. guys would know that more than I would. They, I mean, I want to say it was a smaller school, but like a, like a temple or, um, Something like that. Yeah, I think Kentucky it is Temple. Maybe? Yeah, Temple. No, I think it was Temple because I, I think I lost some money. Betting <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah, screw them. They used two quarterbacks. Marshall all the way. I'll take the $100. <laughs> right. I don't even know if that was the actual bet. But I think, yeah, I, I think that's two quarterback plan. I mean, it. Uh, I always forget Jason Hill's down there kicking ass. He's a monster. He is a, he is a stud. He's a stud. monster. <laughs> Tanner, he just got, got paid too. I think. I think he got two. Oh yeah, Jay about that. That was yeah, Jay. He did get paid, and he's got to have. Yeah, I mean, Taysom Hill. No, go ahead. Sixteen million or something. Good for him. Good lord. He's got to have like the most fun job in the NFL. Oh yeah, he's just like oh, the Swiss Army. Exactly, Swiss yeah. Army knife. Yeah. Which I'd like to throw out there in high school. I was voted, you know, by our conference as essentially the best Swiss Army knife player out there. Interesting. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You I know, believe yeah, yeah, you. I, I, I was there. there. I remember that. That's right. You were there, you know, because I returned punts. I returned kicks. I catch balls. Did you return I blocked punts? Jay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listeners don't even know that. That's true. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> So we talked about the uh, the biggest surprises of the draft, and I think disappointments are probably going to come more in the form of your team. And three of us um, happen to like a, uh, the uh, the Raiders, and then the other person sitting here with us is uh, a Niner fan. Um, oh, there's another person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll start with the uh, with the unimportant side, and Sam. Um, <laughs> What was what was your biggest disappointment uh, of this draft? You, you can't say the whole thing, Sam. Even if you do feel that way. <laughs> no, it was a it was a pretty good draft. I mean, it was middle of the road. I wouldn't say that they went out and had the best draft out of anyone. They didn't have a Miami draft or a Minnesota draft, but I think they they did a really respectable job with what they they had. They got uh, Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State, who's going to be really good, and 
Um, hopefully, Kinlaw can be what Lynch and Shanahan think he can hey, be. That- can I throw? Oh out- yeah, were you going to say oh, Ayuk yeah. went to Sierra College too? Can we throw that one some respect? Yeah, he 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 was born in Rockland. There we go. There we go. Yeah, everyone's rooting for him. Put on for the that. hometown. Absolutely. Um, can I give a hot take and say that your biggest disappointment of this weekend wasn't um, the draft? It was Joe Staley retiring. Yeah. Oh, that's not really a hot take. God, that is sad, Dave. I know, but I just it, it's not even coming. And then you draft. just got Trent Williams, though, right? To, to like literally just step in. Yeah, yeah so know, it kind of worked you know, out. How the Niners do? Yeah, they yeah, had to exactly. have seen that coming. That's probably they've yeah. always. I mean, I would say that Forty ers are the one team in the NFL that I've always known their offensive linemen. Really? And I'm not even a Forty ers fan. Yeah, just that I mean, good. to be fair, to be fair, my stepdad. But yeah, I, I, no, they are. They're just yeah, that's a big guy one. thing. It was those they used to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> least likely to be in my mind right there. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what, Jay? That's why I go get penalties and get your touchdowns <laughs> called back on purpose. There we go. <laughs> um, it all makes sense now. Yeah, uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> um. So for uh, now, we can get to the important topic for us, for the Raider fans. Do we have anything coming out of this draft? Like, was it a disappointment? Was it a good draft? What I mean, what do you guys think? Jay, can you walk us through the? Oh, the we got a whole new decision? offense, man! Like, look at this. We we just grabbed three new receivers. Like, it's, it's gonna be crazy. We're just gonna be a completely new team. I'm feeling it. I'm I'm all I'm all aboard. Mm-hmm. What were what were they? What's their thought process behind drafting rugs? Like, did, did oh, I started. Uh, I went over. I went back and started looking at some of his uh, tape from last year, and he's he's just two steps faster than every single person on the field. Like, it's not even it's not even a question. And he's yeah. a dog too. I watched this little docu series on YouTube. It was like Road to the Pros. Henry Ruggs, this little three part thing. He's got that dog. <laughs> like m- most uh, fast guys, kind of get that chip that they're kind of like soft and they're just like quick. But this guy's out there with like that prison yard mentality, Andy's the fastest. I got high hopes for him. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Exactly, that's what we need. He really does. Same with the corner <laughs> we got from Ohio State in the first round, too. He's another guy who's got that dog mentality. That Dude, dude's a first, baller. I saw a stat about him that said, in all, he started for three years at Ohio State, and uh, there wasn't a single year we had more than one touchdown thrown on him. Lockdown. Jeez. Well, and then what? What did they? They drafted uh, Carl Joseph. Is that his name? Carl, yeah, Carl, From West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. The the um, last year, right? The just, I mean, the hard hitting safety. So, I mean, that dude with. Yeah, with Damon on that from Ohio. Well, State. Carl Carl Joseph was a couple of years ago. You're talking John about, Abrams. Uh, it was a couple of years yeah, you're ago. You're talking about Abrams. State. Yeah. Yeah, and well, yeah, and then Abrams. Yeah, I, I was thinking of Carl Joseph yeah. because I just remember watching his highlights. When they drafted him, it was – I mean, he took heads out. But Go look yeah, at our fourth round, uh, the fourth dog, round yeah. DB we got, Amik. I don't even know his last name. Same type of highlight tape as Carl Joseph. Dude smacks. He's 5'8", bro. <laughs> Looks like it reminds me of yeah. Hayden out there just laying hat. <laughs> well, I read something about him. Like I read an analyst. He wrote a, he wrote a, a little thing on, on uh, Amik. His last mm. name's Robertson. Um and yeah, uh yeah he was saying right. he was saying that the dude is 58 but he plays like he's 610 like he had like he almost just, a 40 inch vertical he's I think. all over the place 
Mm-hmm. And what do you guys think of the? Uh, uh, <laughs> we're continuing our trend with drafts with drafting uh, Clemson guys, but the uh, the Muse pick from uh, Clemson. I Jay and I I was texting Jay. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I, I, I like, like him. Them. He's just one of those guys you can root for. Yeah, flies uh, all over the dude. field. Yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah. pumps the defense up. He's kind of one of those guys. He just plays football. Yeah, lo- loves right. the game of football. We we absolutely needed a linebacker too. Like we we needed a guy to to step in and play linebacker for us because that's one of the positions on defense that we were hurting, uh, especially with, with yep. perfect last year, uh, going all perfect. Oh, that wasn't everybody. his fault, man. Don't get me started <laughs> on that. It really wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. Um, that was, that was yeah. a reputation, uh, suspension, I think more than anything else. Um, so, um, to kind of close on the draft, um, I, you guys think it went well? Like, if let's say hypothetically they were forced to do it again next year, you think it, it'd be totally fine? Like, we were all good with the, the oh, virtual totally. draft? I feel like a lot of the, like, a lot of the, yeah. the GMs yeah. and the coaches, they probably liked it too. They got the draft from home, like, virtually. With the, they were with their families. Normally they'd be away for two weeks or something, you know, preparing in the office, not seeing their family. Yeah, yeah, I was so about that too. I Jay. think a lot of the families are just happy. Well, you had like Gruden yeah, exactly. had his family the whole time, <laughs> and how how cool is it for their son and sons and exactly. daughters to sit in on that? You know, and experience exactly. what daddy does for work. So I think it was cool in that aspect. It'd be like if you get if the players who were getting drafted were able to have like their own party at home, like with all their friends and all that. Then it'd be kind of ideal to be doing this like virtual draft. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so that's uh, that's our NFL draft sort of uh, overview, and we've got uh, we've got two two segments lined up. We picked uh, two of our favorite segments that we do. We've got one called Name Five and one called Move the Chains. I'm going to be doing the Move the Chains one, and Sam is going to be doing the Name Five one. Um, I think it's probably better uh, that we do the uh, the Name uh, Five one first because I think, uh, especially for our audience. Uh, if you're listening, this is going to be a segment that you can uh, actually sort of play along with uh, as well. Sam, uh, this is your segment uh, completely. This is uh, your idea, so go ahead. Turn it over to you. Hey, guys, do you guys have a uh, pencil and paper near you? Uh, yeah. <sighs> grab, that, grab that out for us. That is just, I mean, who do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I saved the trees, bro. <laughs> All right, I got All right. it. All right, believe it so or not. So how this is going to work is we're going to be playing five seconds from memorable sports moments each at a time, and you guys just have to name, give a brief description, maybe say the two teams that are involved, the year potentially, the game number, things like that that we can identify what these games that's are. That's what I'm writing down. And we got – yeah, that's what you're going to be writing down. So, like, Game 6, NBA Finals 2017 or something like that, right? All right, here we go. All right, so here's going to be the first one. Well, hang, hang on, one thing, one thing. So, for audience listening at home, um, like, exactly, Sam said it perfectly. Like, you can play along with this if you want. Like, we'll give you, like, for an example, a couple years ago when uh, LeBron James had the chase down dunk on Iguodala, the call was blocked by James. Like, that's that's the thing that gets put up a lot uh when it's put up by that play so we're gonna have a a distinct like sam said audio clips gonna be very short um for you to try to identify this play 
Um, so if you're listening at home, try to guess as well because we're trying to we're trying to get you all involved in this. And Jay and Jimmy, you guys are just going to be writing down your picks. Don't say them out loud until we're done with the whole thing, and we'll see how many. You and guys so I'm get. trying to figure out the game like that's being called. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if you guys want, I mean, I can replay them if with your guys. How many lifelines do we get? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna be trash. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Me and Jason were doing this. We thought it was. Oh, okay. Uh, and there is there All is right. one play that Jimmy, you might, uh, you should know as a Raider fan, and Jay as a no, as a, as a <laughs> Jay as a new Raider fan, you, I would imagine you All know right, this we play go. as well. Um, but uh, all right, Sam, kick it off. All right, audio sound bite. Oh wait, just kidding. <laughs> Oh my Give God. me two seconds. <laughs> and let me know if you guys can't hear They this. all sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here you guys go. All right. Oh, oh man. <laughs> the first one. God, the first one. Now, give you give him a give him a little bit of time to uh to write down the uh, write down the pick. Do you guys uh, need me to replay that at all? Oh, I'm solid on that one, I think. Okay, okay. And they're about right, that go. same level, guys. They're about that same level. All right, here we go. Number two. Number two. That's the play. That call. Yeah, that was All right, one more. <laughs> that call. Yeah, yeah, that call right yeah. there was a very distinct play a All couple right. years ago. Oh Jesus! Oh, man. It was it was attached to a very very distinct play. You said a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's just tell you the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys good? I think we I think we stumped him. I, th- I think I got the <laughs> oh, yeah. the specific of it. You know. Jason was so sure you guys were going to get that one. Man, I was, I was, I was really hoping. All right, let's. Uh, we'll, right. we'll review it at the end. Number three, guys. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. We're about that one. You guys, you guys hear that one? <laughs> I'm not. I hate that I can picture all of them and just not have any context. You want to hear it one more time? Yeah, run all it right. back. No, no okay. flags. Chris Davis touchdown. No, no okay, I got you. Oh yeah, come on. Whoa. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying because there, there was a. I already wrote it down. There was a, there was a point in that audio clip where it, it started really high and then it moved down low. All right, all right, number four, guys. Do you guys need that one more time? Good. No shit. There we go. Yeah, you good. All right, last one. Three 
I know that play, and I don't know which team it was. Yeah, will you play that one? Yeah, will you play it? Will you play, will you play it, back? it back? Okay. Please, yeah. I don't remember which team, but they were blue. <laughs> they were blue. I can't confirm. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're who's spoon for you. <laughs> There's a lot of blue college teams. Here, I'll give you its college, too. Oh, that, yeah, no, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Are right, you guys any, good? Any? Uh, you want me to go over? All right, any? I got my list. Yeah, I'm good. I'm going to leave five points <laughs> here. <laughs> All, All right. right uh, play number one. Go ahead, Sam. What do you guys got for number one? Number one, I got, I got Ray is... Allen for the Heat. I think it was game six, corner three to win it. It was exactly. Yep. Damn. That is that is exactly what I there had. There we go. All right. I got the score right here, one to one. One to one, perfect. And number two, do you guys need a refresher on what what number two sounded like? <laughs> Settle down there. I yes, here and I, I put I put I put Raiders. Was that when the Raiders <laughs> lost the, in the like the wild card game a couple years ago? It was not. <clears throat> I think it was a regular season game, which I don't mm-hmm. I don't really blame you guys if you don't know what this is. Oh, I gave you my answer. <laughs> the Raiders were involved. Jay, do you nope. have it was Dwayne Harris's ninety nine yard punt return touchdown against the Broncos. Oh, I was at that oh. game. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I thought I took too many of that. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the big the big like the punt that went all the way to the goal line, and then he just sort of walked up, scooped it up, and ran it all the way back. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Well, that, that so makes sense. That, I didn't hear the ball. I was there. All right, that makes sense. All right, cool. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So what number that? three, guys. You you don't go back and watch the whole game again just to see if you got this flashed on the nineteen nineties. All right, we've seen ourselves on the internet. <laughs> oh, have you, big guy? Number three, guys. What'd you got, what'd you got for number three? That's the Auburn return. It right? was the Auburn the kick, kick six. six. Yeah. Perfect. So Bye. we got two, 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 two. Number four. Seahawks lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, that one was that one yep. was. Fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, come who on. The, who was the player that caught Screw it? Screw them for that. Was it? Malcolm oh, Butler. Yes. It was. Yes. Malcolm Ooh. Butler. Yes. Yep. So we got 3-3. Three, three. This is the. I don't know why I want to say So number five. Say, but... Was supposed to be the hardest one. Okay. I think it was. And it was. Was it like Villanova hit a half court shot to win the finals? Oh! <laughs> Game set match. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually? Wait, what? Did you use? Oh God, no, no! I knew that. I told you. I, I was like, I think the oh, team okay. was blue. <laughs> Did you? Really no, I, yeah, team? I just. I was like, I think the team was blue. I was like, I think it was dark blue, and then I just shot out Villanova. All right. Oh man, Jimmy, what did you write for that one? Um. All right, Jay, you are the <laughs> crowned champion of Name go. 5. Good, <laughs> uh, Jay, don't let your head get too good. 
That was fun. That uh, we we haven't done that segment that way. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that went that I way. Like that that <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and and you know, because like you do, you start just. I mean, like what? There's no way I can hear a call. Yeah. Other than those that. ones, like they'd be pretty hard. I feel you like. Hear it. You're like, okay. There's only so many of those that you can do. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a bunch of them. I feel like there's probably a bunch of those legendary. We ones. were trying to find like some tennis or golf ones that would be really hard, but like really distinct. Oh, yeah. Tiger Woods um, holding out or something. We were, exactly. Exactly. We were looking. <laughs> we were looking at that one. <laughs> at at that's sixteen, hilarious. yeah. <clears throat> um. So that was a uh, name five. If you guys played along. Uh, let us know which, uh, how many you guys got, how many you missed. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that segment. We're going to try to bring that back uh, with guests as often as we can. Um, so we'll move on to the uh, our next segment, which is called uh, Move the Chains. Uh, and the way that it works is I'm going to say a definitive statement or a question. Um, and if you, are, um, if you are for the statement, you agree with it, um, you're going to say, I want to move the chain. So uh, just we're gonna, it's basically like getting a first down. And if you disagree with it, uh, just say you're going to punt. Uh, and then you're going to tell us why uh, why you disagree. Um, so it's basically just a uh, agree or disagree and then uh, back up why you agree or disagree with it. Um, so the first couple questions are going to be about the NFL. And the last one is about the NBA. Um, so first question, I'll send it to – actually, Sam, do you want to participate in this or do you want just them to no, do it? No, it could be just them. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll send this question uh, towards uh, Jay first. I'll just go back and forth between you two. Uh, here's the question. The NFL 2020 draft was actually more fun than watching a regular NFL draft. I'll move the chains on that one. Yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> and uh, why? Probably just given the circumstances that we're in, like every other draft – your life's going regular, so you're not going to tune into probably anything after round two, most likely, maybe round three. And I like actually watch part mm-hmm. of every single round this draft. So, I'll get, yeah, I'll move the chains for that. Gotcha, Jimmy. Is there like a cute <laughs> middle option? Or oh, are you fifty? Because like, yeah, well, like honestly, at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to pump that <laughs> because I. I do enjoy seeing the offensive lineman go pick up Roger Goodell. Mm. I don't necessarily enjoy a bunch of Zoom cheering from fans <laughs> decked out just sitting at home, twiddling their thumbs, watching a virtual draft in orange and black face paint <laughs> for the Bengals. I mean, or and like I like I said, I, I don't I don't need to get involved in Roger Goodell's fetishes <laughs> of being booed off stages. Or Mike McCarthy breathing on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, dude he was he was what? so close to the camera <laughs> dude and he yeah he took up the whole frame without actually taking up the whole he, thing he that looked like sense. he looked like the ghost from ghostbusters i'm not gonna <laughs> wow. that's fair that's uh, fair <laughs> poor mike sorry mike <laughs> yeah i know if it makes its way all the way out there um <laughs> All right, so uh, number two, the uh, the biggest quarterback draft surprise was the Green Bay Packers taking Jordan Love, and by doing so, sends a serious message to Aaron Rodgers. This was the first skill position. This is coming from ESPN. This is the first skill position that the Packers have drafted since Aaron Rodgers. So, Jay, 
Um, so what, what is the question you're trying to oh, – you, are you asking if Jordan Love was the biggest so quarterback this, surprise? Yeah, so it's just a statement. Jordan you Love was the biggest quarterback surprise. I'll move the chains on that also because I don't think the Packers should have picked him right there. I, I get the Packers are trying to set up long-term just like they did when they drafted Rodgers behind Favre. Like, they still they still know and understand Rodgers has a, another good three to five years left, you know? And with them getting to the championship last year, they probably should have given him a weapon or something else to just sharpen their team up, not someone who's going to sit for a couple years. Like, I think they're looking too mm-hmm. far ahead of the future when they have, like, what it takes almost right now. So, yeah, yeah, I think that right. was a big surprise for the Packers to move up to, or, yeah, take them that earlier in one. Jimmy, what do you think? Yep, I'm moving the chains in that mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like I said earlier, that was my that was one of my biggest surprises. I did I did forget about Tua being taken number five by the Dolphins, which you know, and and to me that comes as a surprise because I think you've got Josh Rosen over there who needs his turn to actually go. He's just getting disrespected everywhere he goes, and so maybe back to back years I, I they draft another quarterback. <laughs> I, I like, come on. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. So I I would love to see him go up to the Patriots and you know be there with Dev because I think Jed Ooh. Fish is over there nowadays. He was our offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's a good show. Um, nice. Yeah, I like I like yeah. that actually because the honestly the Patriots not selecting the quarterback was a surprise for me um, with how many there were available. Just. Um, Agreed. Watch it work out for them to like have one bad season and then draft Trevor Lawrence next year. Just be great. <laughs> be great for another. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Literally, like that would be absurd, dude. They they actually go take Trevor Lawrence because yeah, I don't know who they're supposed to. Who do they have? They got that Jared Stidham from Auburn, Brian Hoyer. Well, Devin, shout out Devin. He was the first uh, tight end that Bill Belichick's taken before the fifth round since Gronkowski. There you go. You, man. Which was pretty cool, I thought. All right, so here we go. Question number three. Out of the quarterbacks selected in the draft, the one stepping into the best situation is Justin Herbert with the Chargers. Ooh. Jay. I am going to punt on that one. Um, well, it depends how you're looking at a situation. Like, situation to go in and play right away. Like, yes, he's going to have that opportunity. But I think him getting a couple of years sitting and learning uh, the, the game speed of the NFL and learning the playbook would be a lot more beneficial to him. Because I think throwing him into the, into the fire right away is going to kind of backfire just like he did with Josh Rosen. And... I, yeah, I just don't. Uh, I think it's I think it's good for us Raider fans that he's coming into our division. Put it that way. <laughs> wow. Like that. What do you that's mean? A, like that. That's a hurt. You're throwing some uh, shade at an Oregon guy. Over Yo, there. he's damn ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think he's got the juice like that, bro. He's got. I agree. Got, he can throw a Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. They got a stud defense back there, and he gets to play the Raiders two times a year. Easy done. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we we, we just drafted that Ohio State corner. Uh, Herbert wasn't throwing at corners that good. <laughs> there you go. 
Exactly. Jimmy, what do you think? Um, I yeah, I think I'd punt that one too. I I think that the same thing. I think um, well, I like him at the Chargers, and I like that they're drafting him to be the number one. And I think he's a good quarterback. I think that yeah, it would have been nice for Philip Rivers to have a year on his contract. It'd be nice to have a little someone to take him under their wing, and and maybe you know, and not even expect him to be a backup, but to just have him even with someone more veteran than, you know, whoever the Chargers have mm-hmm. right now. Um, and so here's the fourth and final wait, wait, question wait, wait, wait. for the – Move the chains on that one. He's winning Rookie of the Year next year. Are we joking? <laughs> oh. Well, first of all, Jake there Fromm is – First of all, on. there is no uh... – <laughs> <You're> not, <laughs> not, not from – I mean, Burrow, my guy. <laughs> nah, he's... Yo, what? What are you saying? Oh, oh Burrow. Oh, come on. Come well, on. We not all on the Burrow train? <laughs> no, no. You just called Jake Burrow. Jake yeah, Burrow. God. I got a pee, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of just spinning in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a pee, man. Oh, man. Um, I don't really know how to. And, hey, Sam, I thought you were going to You guys are. Just chatting shit over there. I don't know what I'm supposed to. Well, I can't just sit back I, here. I, I, I respect your hustle. <laughs> I respect it. I, I and as a man, man to man thing, you know. Did you ever see him on campus, Sam? Um, I saw him. You know, it's actually really funny. I was. Um, oh, he has. You have the story. I was getting a physical done at the um, athletic center, and I saw him and a couple O linemen chilling in like a uh, ice bath. So I saw Justin Herbert shirtless. Oh. The dude is shredded. Nice. Like man, man to man, the dude is shredded. <laughs> so this now we understand yeah. why. Now we know why you're exactly. All right, all right, I got you. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta acknowledge um, the like good specimen. Oh yeah, I, it's, I, it's I, all completely, of this. completely. I I agree. With I respect that. his flow too. Yeah, he, he looks like a stud. Spade a spade. <laughs> We titled the show that actually. That was one of our episode titles. I think it was way back in like episode twenty something. It was I saw Justin Herbert half naked. That was the title. <laughs> <laughs> that was a title. That's probably the most clicked on one. Probably. Yet, right? um, so this one is more of a question, not necessarily a statement. It's gonna be the last one about the NFL, um, and it's about uh, the Raiders because I had to throw one in there. Um, so after the draft, the Las Vegas Raiders, which, by the way, seen LV on the draft. So weird. So weird. weird. Um, yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders are now the second best team in their division. And with the Patriots being down and an expanded playoffs, are they now a viable playoff contender? Oh, hell yeah. Move the chains on that one. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd move the chains easy. Do easy. I have why? That one up. No, we were so why? close last year. We were so close last yeah. year, and with all these, we have a completely new I offense we got now. Screwed with all these year. weapons, it's mm-hmm. ju- just wait nine games at least. Come on, I would hope so. <laughs> um, Jim, you got anything to add on to that? Nope, same thing. And I, I don't really get why people are Derek Carr haters. Yeah, thank you. Great God, guy. He's a great guy. Gracious. Absolutely. And like, hey, I'm fine. I'm fine if they trade him. And I, I think that if they do trade him, it'll be specifically because, hey, 
Yeah, Jay, you and I have talked about this, I think, but it's it's a hey, like we're gonna send you somewhere where you can be more of more value to them, and we're gonna get a good deal for you. So like, it's never a dis, it's not a disrespect thing at that point, or a we don't believe in you thing. It's just a business decision at that point. But I, I agree with all that. I think they should be. I'd nervous. be pissed if you got traded. I don't honestly. think Gruden <laughs> likes him though. I don't. Well, I don't know. That's the thing because I mean you can say that, but then at the same time they went out and they drafted three wide receivers. He's at least trying to help. <laughs> yeah, and they've got Marcus. Yeah, that's Mariota, the successor. Right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can start running two quarterbacks. Like yeah, then yeah, start throwing go. a bunch of double <laughs> yeah, passes yeah, yeah, like the XFL. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So last question, and it's the last question. Um, oh, it's the first question about the uh, the NBA. Um, so with the documentary that has been uh sort of eking its way out into the public the last dance documentary which by the way drew nba finals ratings last weekend um it was uh, one of the most watched um well I, I mean i think it was i think it was somewhere around six million people tuned in to watch the documentary somewhere around oh, there wow. um so when it's all said and done the last dance documentary will go down as the best docu- sports documentary of all time. Punt that ball. Punt it. 30 Ooh, for 30 million. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Ooh. That is a good one. And not only was that a punt, but that was a quick answer too. Oh, that I mean, I used to come home before our football games. If there were home games, I'd come home. I'd drink a little bit of coffee take a little 20-minute power nap while I'm watching that 30 for 30, get up, head over to the stadium. Well, there we go. That that thing that thing sits. Yeah, that's – nope. I don't care how many people watch that. <laughs> Jay, what do you think? Uh, I feel like it's too many parts to be the best documentary because you can't just be like – it's like a whole series. But, yeah, the 30 for 30s, yeah. Come on, that's to you. That's a good point. That's a very Catholics good point. Catholics convicts. You don't know Bo. You don't know Bo. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen Rick Flair and John Bo. Davies? Oh, Rick Flair is awesome. You have got to see Rick Flair. Rick Flair is thirty for thirty. I still need. To oh see no, Mike no, I, I, yeah, no. Hold on, I, I got no, Mike Vick's documentary. 30, over but... I'll say that right now. That was a great Ooh. documentary. <laughs> really, wow. I, I heard. I heard it was awesome. Yeah, I heard it was sick. Sam, I I guess I'll be the lone wolf and say that it will. Oh, <laughs> you know, you're but you're but you're on the yeah, yeah, you you're on the LeBron up. train. So you're just saying until LeBron's. Oh, I out. mean, like that's a given. Ooh, Michael LeBron, Jordan's LeBron's only sick. Starting to get um, that footage from high school, like all the way through, like just his documentary. Well, like LeBron's will be cool, but LeBron's done a very good job telling his story. So you already pretty much feel like that's one of the reasons I feel like people love him so much is that you. Yeah, that is true. Feel, you know. He, he describes himself as a kid from Akron, like, you, and you picture him as that. And so, like, I, I agree it'll be cool. But I think I think with Uninterrupted, The Shop, you get enough of behind-the-scenes LeBron James, whereas Michael Jordan. I, I do – I agree with you on the miniseries. I'm mad that they didn't have, like, four parts, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or, you know, one, two – Three, four, Sunday, Monday. Oh hell yeah! I think that they should have done that. <laughs> um, but I think they're also trying to squeeze. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what a, I mean, 
this is going to sound really bad, but wow. what a perfect set of circumstances for them to release and drag oh, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, totally. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they could have made the one part four hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know that sounds bad, but in terms of, like, a layup for them to, to drag <laughs> out a series, like, you couldn't have been handed Yeah, yeah sh- shout out to them for moving yeah, forward to the release date, too, because it wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to come out to, like, when? June or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, good for, good for ESPN. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. Absolutely. Um, and while, Sorry, geez, allergies. <laughs> um, and while we're on the topic, while we're on the dude, they're kicking my ass. Um. While we're on the topic, um, what did you guys think? Because uh, between the last episode with Sam, Jay, and I, it, by the time uh, we had released our, the episode uh, that we had filmed last week, we filmed the show on Sunday. The episode came out Monday. So we got to watch – we all got to watch the documentary that night, haven't gotten a chance to talk about it on the show. So parts one and parts I mean, two, I Sam, really what did you think, think of parts one and part two the, of The Last like, Dance? One of the few times that we've gotten <clears throat> to see Michael Jordan sit down and like be totally open about everything, which I think is really, really cool. And someone that – like we talked about this last week, but none of us were, were born when Michael Jordan was in his prime. So it's just really cool to see the legend of Michael Jordan come to fruition in such a way that's so well-made – First off, like the guys who created this, who were making this for two decades, did such a good job on this piece. And it's just it's just really eye opening to see like all the things that have happened, like the Scotty Pippen stuff and the Phil Jackson stuff and the Jerry Krause stuff. Um, It's just it's just amazing, I think. For sure. Jay. Oh, I think it's awesome. I think. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh, that Jerry Krause stuff. I love how Michael Jordan would just chirp him every time he would see him. Just straight to his face. Yeah. But no, I, th- I think this uh, <laughs> this documentary is awesome because it's like everybody talks about the Mamba mentality and like how hard Kobe would grind and like that's why he was great was because of his mentality. And like his mentality came from Michael Jordan. So to get the the, yeah. the backside story of what it was like and how like him explaining it and all those extra hours and stuff he put in, I love seeing that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I um, I think I'm glad you said that because uh, the that was one of those things that when the documentary came out, Jordan was on record saying he was afraid that people were going to, after seeing this documentary, were going to think he was a terrible teammate. And I was sitting there and I was like, well, I don't – I, I really hope people don't because I know that Kobe is documented as kind of a hard ass and well, not kind of, he was to his teammates. Like he was, he got in their faces, he yelled, he screamed. Um, and if Jordan did the same thing, I would really hope that that does Cause now Kobe and Kobe, especially towards the end of his career um, was sort of became like idolized with that, with that uh, whole mama mentality thing as he was sort of fading uh, away and like you said, that sort of came from Jordan. So I would hope that people look at Jordan and Kobe kind of in the same light in that sense. Like, yes, he was a competitor and he yelled at his teammates, but that's not a negative thing, you know. Um, so, Jimmy, what did uh, what did you think of the uh, documentary? I, I thought the same. As soon as I heard that quote, the people are going to hate me after this. I was like, I got to watch this. Like, ah, this is going to be a good time. I, I think... I love, I just, 
I, I mean, it's it's sports at its core, you know. It's it's Scottie Pippen talking to talking about how he's got his the higher contract technically and all this and and then I thought it was very interesting hearing the whole story with Phil Knight. I mean, but I just I also love. Um, I just I love when players have the the bond like that because and I think it I think it mainly happens at the professional level. I, I don't think that it can necessarily happen like for example down here at this level. <clears throat> um, but for a for a player to be like, yo, I'm not playing for anyone other than this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, someone and um, I remember one of our first spring ball practices. Coach Mora was he told the story of how he. He got into one of the NFL players' faces, and his dad was the coach over at the Falcons at the time, so he was doing DBs. And he came over to it. His dad came over to him and said, Jimmy, if that player comes over here and punches you in the face, I'm going to turn around and walk away <laughs> because you don't talk to these grown, grown men like that, and you are just basically, you know, you're a little dot on the radar to them, and they're getting paid twice, three times, maybe even ten times what you are. And so I think that, you know, seeing that bond and, like, just seeing – guys go to work every day and they build a relationship from the struggling. That's the part of sports mm-hmm. that I love. Um, and I'm, I think one of the things that you had mentioned um, was the whole thing about the Scotty Pippen. And I actually saw something on Bleacher Report. I don't know if you guys saw it this morning. Um, they put out uh, something that said, uh, Scotty Pippen out-earned Michael Jordan in his NBA career. Um, and, and they yeah. put some, they put some stats to this. Did you guys read this? Cause I thought it was really interesting. It's really, no, I didn't. So see it's it. really, it's pretty short. So, um, I'll read this real quick. It, it is really kind of a like five slides. So said Scotty Pippen signed a five year, 18 million extension during the bulls first championship in 1991. Talked about how he went, uh, he chose that long-term financial stability. They talked about that in the documentary. Um, so in the Bulls dynasty's final season, Pippen was the team's sixth highest paid player. Jordan made $33.1 million that season. Scotty then signed a $67 million contract with the Rockets. He made $11 million in 98-99, uh, his only season in Houston. He earned the highest annual average in 2002 to 2003 when he made nearly $20 million playing for the Trailblazers. He ended up coming back to Chicago where he earned a total of $10.3 million when MJ came out of retirement with the Wizards. MJ made about $2 million mm-hmm. uh, during that season. So Pippen retired with earnings of $110 million in 17 seasons. Jordan didn't eclipse that number in 15 seasons, making $93 million. So Scottie Pippen out-earned yeah. Michael Jordan yeah, in his career. Was- by about seventeen million dollars, astronomically more than Pippin could ever dream of. Oh, for sure. hundred. You don't. You don't got the new had a brand. I mean, there's a reason Michael. You don't see Scotty Pippin in commercials every day. The <laughs> <laughs> Pips. That sounds like a clown show. The Pippin ones. Got the new Pips. Um. <laughs> the air, the, the air, pip, pip air. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it makes sense that that didn't sell. Um. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting, uh, especially with how much how much they went into uh, the financial stuff with uh, Scotty Pippen. Yeah, I think that's always cool too to just you know 
because it's sports mm-hmm. business. And I'm glad. I think the biggest thing for me, because um, it was titled um, The Last Dance, and obviously a lot of it's going to be focused on sort of that last season. But uh, I'm really glad they went back and they're doing sort of time jumps and giving us stuff from – you know, when he was a kid. And I think mm-hmm. for me, one of the most interesting parts of the documentary was listening to him talk about his brothers. Um, I mean, I think that's two people. Mm. I think those are people you don't necessarily hear too much about. Um, and listening to Jordan talk about playing against his older brother and his older brother being better than him when he was younger. Um, and really like really wanting to absolutely destroy his brother in basketball. I thought was really, really cool. Um, and I think something that, uh, that you don't hear too often, uh, about him. I honestly didn't even know he had brothers. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was uh, that was cool listening to him talk about his dad and his family and whatnot. Um, so that was really interesting. And uh, by um, <clears throat> we're filming the show, like Jay said earlier in the show um, on uh, the twenty sixth. So it is a Sunday. So tonight, episodes three and four are coming out, and I believe the center of those uh, episodes are going to be Dennis Rodman, <laughs> so uh, prepare yourself yeah. for kind of a whack job of a couple episodes. Um, hey, let, let which, Dennis uh, be Dennis, a phenomenal baby. player, but weird guy. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so episodes three and four are going to be releasing tonight. By the time this episode releases, it'll be Monday, so I uh, hope you all enjoy uh, the documentary. Uh, that gets aired uh, tonight. Um, and uh, that's really all we got lined up for the show, unless uh, unless you guys have any closing thoughts from either one of you. Jay, Sam, Jimmy, anything you want to uh, put out there? Nope. I, I wish sports would come back. <laughs> that's a good way to close it. <laughs> but I'm glad, I'm glad that we got podcasts and – Draft. I know, absolutely. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. No, all thank so you much, guys. Uh, for tuning in. We, uh, thank yeah, guys. thank you guys. Yeah, thank both of you. <laughs> I know. Seriously, seriously, thank you two for for coming on to the show. Uh, we, uh, it's it's always more fun for Sam and I when we can when we can talk to people, um, and uh, and get different perspectives because Sam and I get annoyed with each other um, doing this show. <laughs> so um, having uh, having another uh, having another voice and especially in this case two voices is uh, is really helpful. So thank you to both of you for coming on. Especially if yeah, you, I, you stack the odds in your favor and bring on the Raiders. Exactly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Do you just wait till next year? They're gonna, they're gonna show who Justin Herbert. Justin That's Herbert. who. Don't be a believer. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, so Jay, thank you uh, for being uh, the first person to be back-to-back guest appearance on the show as well. Jay left. <laughs> I think we lost Jay. <laughs> no, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's still, still connected. connected. I don't know if he can. That's not the worst thing. <laughs> I don't know if he can still hear us, but uh, thankfully we're at the end of the show. I, oh. I thought I thought my closing statement was the best. But I, like <laughs> I wish I wish he would have done. Oh, that we lost him. There he goes. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> now, now, did he hang up because we were talking crap and he couldn't defend himself, or? The reaction. The world may never know. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you all are staying happy, staying healthy. We uh, we hope we uh, broke up your quarantine uh, with a little bit of uh, sports entertainment. So uh, we will see you uh, all next week uh, and have a fantastic.